0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a wild podcast. Has appeared the official comicbook.com Pokemon podcast. That's right. We have decided to branch out from Comic Book Nation and just do a podcast specifically around the world of Pokemon. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, and with us today we have uh, the Queen of Anime herself at comicbook.com, Megan Peters.
1: Yes. Hello.
0: And, and, <laughs> I'm here. And the and our pokeologist, I would say, our resident Pokemon expert uh, here at ComicBook.com, uh, Christian Hoffer. Christian, welcome. Hello. Excellent. So the main purpose of this show is uh, one. Well, there's a small movie coming out called Detective Pikachu. Uh, but at the same time, we have been covering Pokemon for a very, very long time. At comicbook.com. And uh, we there are so many people here at the site that love it so much. Christian, it's literally the only thing that he does. Uh, and we decided we need to get a round table together, talk about the news, talk about the stuff that we love, and, and just and just get into it. Like Pokemon, I think, you know, it's hitting an anniversary it's in an anniversary year. It's I I think with Detective Pikachu is going to become bigger than ever. Um, so, so, why not start? So, this will be a weekly show. You'll be able to find it on uh, basically everywhere you can get podcasts uh, on iTunes, on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, you know, really anywhere. We'll have an RSS feed, posts on the site, you name it, you'll be able to find this podcast. So, with that being said, you can find us every Thursday uh, right now until we decide to change it up. But right now, every Thursday, a wild podcast has appeared, uh, will show up. And let's get into it. What I wanted to do first, uh, Christian created this elaborate uh, rundown of how he wanted the show to go, and I'm gonna immediately just sort of throw it out the window. Not throw it out the window, but I think it would help just talk about how we all got started on Pokemon. I will never forget it. My <laughs> my first intro to Pokemon, um, I had a, a cousin who lived way far away in Pennsylvania when I was living in New York at the time, and said, hey, you need to you need to play this pokemon game that's coming out and i was like i don't know what it is <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like it's just it's this game you can collect you know monsters he goes i'm going to get i'm going to get the red version you get the blue version <laughs> at the time i didn't know the difference i was like well what what mm-hmm. the hell um, and so i did so pokemon blue i got it immediately when it came out and i was Hooked. From there, I got hooked onto the anime. I got hooked onto the trading card game. Uh, I will forever be a stan for Pokemon Snap. The fact that it is not <laughs> out on the virtual console for yeah. the Switch is just awful. Right. Uh, like especially with like, it's got yeah. the motion. We got settings. the
1: Nintendo Labo out now.
0: Like what the heck? That needs to come back. Um, the it, it blows my mind that we are at a point today where. Pokemon games look better from a battle standpoint than Pokemon Stadium did when it came out for the, the 64. Mm-hmm. I never thought that would happen. And all all I wanted was a game on the N64 that had the graphics of, of Stadium, but had the playability of it. And Jesus Christ, here we are 20 years later, and mm-hmm. we have that. Um, uh, like I said, I, just, I, I collected all those little tiny figurines. I was just so in it. And then I remember there was that that weird sort of, I don't want to call it like the dark ages of Pokemon, but I'd probably say like post, <laughs> post black and white, I would say is where it got a little bit sort of murky for me. Mm-hmm. I dipped out a little bit. Mm. Um, but you know, I truly jumped back into it. I've played all the games and I wasn't really invested in it until let's go came out, mm-hmm. um, you know, just recently for the switch because uh, I've got a kid now. And so now I'm trying to indoctrinate her and make her, <laughs> you know, follow all the things I like mm-hmm. uh, I, to be fair. She likes it all well on her own. She so has her own well favorite you. Pokemon. It's going very well for me. <laughs> um, but I love being able to look back at the franchise mm-hmm. and see all the different touch points for me, for the the franchise itself. Uh, you know, I, I remember. You know, we'll pro- we'll talk about it a bit, Christian, when when you talk about like the Pokemon Go craze. Mm-hmm. Like it was for us, it was just an, an enormous thing for us at the site in which, you know, had us just really dive into, into Pokemon. But it's when the first trailer dropped for detective Pikachu, I was like, this is it. This is the moment where, Pokemon, which is already this enormous franchise, is going to hit next level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop talking because I've been rambling. Megan, what, <laughs> what are your first and earliest Pokemon memories?
1: Yeah, I mean, hi, hello, I'm Megan, and I'm a Pokemon addict. <laughs> <It's> basically <laughs> how I'm introducing myself to everyone here. Um, I've just, as long as I can remember, I've loved Pokemon. I mean, the, the anime and the games kind of came out pretty centrally in that same time frame. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, they were in Japan, they were brought to America, and I just loved every single bit of it i saw this little pikachu and i was like my thing's adorable my little kid self in elementary school was like that's what i need i don't need a disney princess i want that thing on my backpack." <laughs> so um i very much got into the games i had pokemon blue because blue is my favorite color and i was like okay. all about that squirtle squad Who,
0: was, was that your starter oh,
1: squirtle squad i always go water water is always my starter just blanket
0: i would it was totally a charmander person
1: oh no i was i'm always a water starter who was
0: your starter Bulbasaur,
1: come on! Oh yeah, no, uh, he's he's whatever. the king of Bulbasaur. Um So we each have our we each have our things. That's like us. That. That's water actually. type, fire type, grass type. We're great. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely just loved the anime. Watched it religiously after school with my grandmother, and <laughs> <laughs> um, I played the games. I'd I was I'd always sneak light flashlight into my bed at bedtime to play. Um, I also really loved the she trading. Had one of those games.
0: really bad like, yes lights that plugged into the side of the Game Boy. Yeah. And shone yeah, over. yeah, I had that thing. Really ineffective. Yeah,
1: we did not work. It was definitely. <laughs> Not super effective, just so we're all very clear. Um, but I also hustled people on the trading card games. I remember, like jacking a holographic Charizard off someone at a Toys R Us in the bathroom, like stalls area. I've got
0: a great TCG so. story, but I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: hold it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's a good one. So no, I've, I've I've always I've always loved it. I've kept up with all the generations. Uh, Sun and Moon is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I still play that regularly, as well as Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm anywhere, that's always what I'm doing. What all my friends know me before, so (laughs) I'm definitely in love with this franchise and love where it's going. Um, Detective Pikachu, as we will talk about soon, definitely is the next phase of where Pokemon's gonna go and it's just gonna blow up. So, if you thought Iron Man was a great way to start the MCU, Pikachu is about to. Oh boy, Pikachu, I'm yeah, making bold words, bold words.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hopper, what about you?
2: Uh, oh, when I was 11, I moved houses and moved to a new city, um, and I didn't know anyone, and I got dropped off um, at, like, a bus stop, which was at an elementary school, and so they had the TV on, um, and I remember it was, like, by seven weeks of school, and this new anime came on, and it was Pokemon. It was the very first episode, and, like, I couldn't make any friends or anything like that, but I just remember, like... Everything's going to be okay. As I watched the uh, you know the stupid ten-year-old kid named Ash Ketchum <laughs> with Pikachu his guts. Uh, and from there uh, I, it just like hooked me in a really developmental time. And so, like you two, I jumped into the games. I did the trading cards. Uh, I played basically up until college. Uh, kind of fell away from the franchise a bit. Uh, when Pokemon X and Y came out, uh, me and my wife jumped back into it. And then Jim asked me if I wanted to start covering uh, Pokemon for ComicBook.com, and I remember going, "Yeah, yeah, that. I'm sure I can come up with an article or, or something like that." And then Pokemon <laughs> Go happened; it uh, took over my life for like three months, <laughs> uh, and
0: uh, now we're here. That I I will never forget those first days because oh. uh, like you had just. Like yeah, kind of just started.
1: Yeah, I, I just started full time when yeah. like I'd done my part time and I was like, oh, this is good. I got a handle on it. And then the game drops and I was like, I don't got a handle on this. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh like, my and, gosh! And this is a
0: bit inside baseball side though, but like there was no, we all we had to do was put Pokemon Go in a headline, mm. and it just exploded. Mm. And like they were oh. just it, it to watch that as a phenomenon to go to parks. Mm. and see so many people out playing this game who will either admittedly said like I haven't played a Pokemon game in years and this got them back like like because Pokemon go is the type of game that you kind of always wanted growing up where like mm-hmm. the idea of catching Pokemon mm-hmm. in the wild um, in your real life mm-hmm. was unfathomable Mm-mm. and the fact that like you know they were able to make that happen still blows my mind mm-hmm. and I'll never forget being so upset at the Comic-Con that first year, and we got nothing. All we got was the president of Nanantic talking about how great he thought the game was, and we got no no raid, no special Pokemon, no nothing. It was the, no joke, a harder panel to get into than getting into like the, the Warner Brothers Studio panel. Like that's, <laughs> that's how insane that panel was that year.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, before remember. we get off on
0: too many tangents, uh, you know the the for all of our new listeners you are all new because this is our first episode Welcome. Uh, we are the the format of the show will be you know fairly regular we're going to have uh, a new section uh, for some of the news topics of the week um, we will have a, a light like combination a bit more of a deep dive conversation mm-hmm. uh, for this week it will be Megan went to Japan she saw detective Pikachu she's talked to everyone who was in in that movie and made that movie um, and then uh, just a fun little thing uh, where we're gonna just sort of dive into uh, a bit of some fun little unknown facts Uh, about Pokemon, uh, some particular Pokemon in particular, talk about that for a bit, and then close out. Uh, So let's just kind of jump right into the news. Mm -hmm. Hoffer, why don't you start us off? What do we got?
2: Okay, well, uh, this week they announced a new Pokemon app called the Pokemon Pass app, uh, and it basically replaces the codes that people used to get to get special Pokemon, like shiny Pokemon or legendary Pokemon. So you download this app on a phone, uh, you go and scan a QR code at a participating retailer, the, and then you can get a new code that you can put into your Pokemon games and get that special Pokemon. So the first uh, Pokemon that they're doing is a Shiny Pikachu for Let's Go Pikachu and a Shiny Eevee for Let's Go Eevee. And you can go and download Pokemon Fast now, and the promotion starts on May 11th, I believe, at participating Target stores.
0: I feel like... Hmm. I am shocked that it has taken them this long to pull something like this together. Mm-hmm. I know it it you could tell it was starting when Let's Go came out and you were able to tie your Pokemon Go mm-hmm. account to it and, and things like that. But like the fact that they didn't have a, a central service that you know the Pokemon Company kind of owned and operated um kind of blows my mind. I have never been one to do the store hopping thing to mm-hmm. get the exclusives and stuff like that, mainly because to me it felt like a lot of work. And I don't know if that makes me sound just lazy as hell or whatnot. <laughs> <but> it just <laughs> felt like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I've got something that is available on my phone that mm-hmm. I can then just sort of go in, you know, stop at Target when I'm buying something else, uh, grab that QR code, and then just like head out the door, mm-hmm. thank God. easy
1: pokemon made it also
2: it also solves this big problem that some people had where you'd go to a GameStop and they would have already run out of codes yeah Uh Uh, and so then you were kind of screwed so this fixes that problem really easily
0: i'm not gonna lie i kind of like that i think the problem that they had was more of they just didn't give enough out Two yeah. stores a- across the thing, but I do like the idea of that sort of limited time window kind of thing because mm-hmm. it incentivizes someone to get in and get it if they really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least you don't have to like wait on a long line. It's a QR code. If it's only like a timed window, because because mm-hmm. because then it like there is a bit of collectability to this stuff, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah. I'm sure it would you know it, like tick off. Like I know for Pokemon Go when they do the limited time stuff, you know there's. People, you know, someone is always going to complain, but I've always liked the idea of there being that, that limited time window. And so I wouldn't be opposed to like, if every so often they do one that, you know, you can get kind of all the time, but like maybe down the line every once in a while, they do one that like you need to show up at target at three o'clock for, you know, three to four o'clock. And if you're, if you don't, well, you're just SOL.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the time limit, I definitely think, makes that exclusivity. Because, I mean, going back to when I was a kid, trying to get specific Pokemon cards and, like, going mm-hmm. to events just to get, like, the, the mm-hmm. coin flips or the damage counters. Like, mm-hmm. I was very much in that. But I also, I had all the time in the world because I was a kid. My parents, <laughs> not so much. They, my grandmother, God bless her, <laughs> in her minivan. Um, but, you know, as I've grown older, I understand that, like, exclusivity to the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, definitely, like, if it's like, you have three hours to get to Target. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Target. <laughs> so I definitely... Oh, would imagine, like, like if if
0: it, it gets to be something like, that everyone wants and mm-hmm. they only put it in that time window, like there's going to be pandemonium. Oh. I would love it.
1: Oh, yeah. Target would also be, hey, yes, have you seen our Pokemon card section? <laughs> <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> Le- Lead us this way. Like, yeah. yeah, they'd be fine with it and I'd be fine with it. So um, I'd have to fight someone for some parking, but it's fine. I have this Pikachu plush. I just throw it out the car at someone.
0: <laughs> so we're all in agreement that this is like the best idea for this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. no, yeah. Streamline. Streamline's great. Excellent.
0: All right, Christian, what do we got next?
2: Uh, So Warner brother France has a new Pikachu translator that will translate any webpage into Pika Pika.
1: Yes. I am
0: I am just mad that it is only in France. Yeah. Like, like that just seems like a missed opportunity.
1: Also, like if you highlight it and you do the like text to speech, is it Pika Pika but with a French like <laughs> accent? Like what does that sound Pika, like? Pika. I have questions. Like I don't I, I can't even do it. I'm just not even gonna try to insult everyone with my accent. I have so many questions. Like who's who does the Pikachu dub? in france is it i have questions oh you know, i have questions works. now this is actually legitimate research i need <laughs> to do
2: i i do think that anyone can download the extensions um, okay. um uh-huh. it's just you know warner brothers france is the one who put it out kudos but sir. i guess pikachu kudos. is a universal language so
0: yeah that's i mean I, I i love that type of stuff like you know when they ever when they put out like any one of those weird extensions that do you know, either block out words or replace words or whatnot, mm-hmm. that stuff's always fun. Like, like this is – don't get me wrong. This Pika Pika thing is a total novelty that I will it, you know, immediately be over in like the three minutes after I get it. But <laughs> yes, I
1: still want to do it. Like I oh, was about yeah. to say where's my Meowth extension, but then I just remembered it's just going to be Meowth. So this always going to end with, that's right, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so all right. we'll get it one day.
0: Right, what do we got next? Uh,
2: we got some weird Pokemon st- uh, Pokemon Go stuff going on. Uh, earlier this week, uh, they released uh, the Lake Guardian Trio, Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf uh, as wild Pokemon. This is the first time that legendary Pokemon have been released in the wild as opposed to raids or uh, the special uh, research breakthrough events. So that's that's pretty crazy. And for ten minutes, players could catch Shellos too, but they pulled that out of nowhere.
1: All right, All I right.
0: to me, though, like for those to be the first legendary Pokemon to be caught in the wild.
1: Yeah, I was I am loving the idea of having them and I feel like they probably picked these just to like roll test to figure out how it's gonna work, like the spawn rates and locations and like what that like engagement looks like. But yeah, as soon Mm -hmm. as they're like I don't know, I already have like forty Moltres, but like as (laughs) soon as they're like, Hey, you can find Moltres in the wild in like this general area, like a spawn nest, oh, you best believe I'm gonna be scouring for more Moltres. But here's
0: the thing though. If they put i mean it would be really interesting to figure out what the spawn rate is, right, because mm-hmm. like there is potential to release these type of legendary Pokemon out there, have people just go out and catch as many as they can, and then that's all you're gonna see mm-hmm. you know in gyms and and whatnot and to me like that is a real sort of fine line, but I do like the idea of having that having a spawn rate for legendaries out in the wild for a potentially more casual type fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I would consider myself a, a, a like as casual as you can get
1: mm-hmm. of a
0: Pokemon go player where like I will go to the, like if I'm at the zoo or whatnot, I will open it up while my kid is looking at the monkeys or whatever mm-hmm. and try and catch some stuff. Um, but like if I, if that, I was doing that and I happen to come across a legendary Pokemon, I would be like, oh shit. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to to, to curse, but like, I would be like, oh no, like we're not moving from this spot until I catch this Pokemon. (laughs) We're not moving. You want to go see the flamingos? You go see the flamingos. I'm staying right here. (laughs) Uh, But, but I think it, it will, I could see them. I, I'm really curious to see how this has an effect on the ecosystem kind of as a whole for Pokemon Go. Like to me, just on paper, it has the potential to be completely catastrophic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I trust well, Niantic to not F it up.
2: Yeah, that, that's always the big key there is can Niantic screw it up? And the answer is almost always yes. <laughs> I, I do think that this is a, you know, it's, it's a necessary step because we're getting to the generations where there's more and more legendary Pokemon and a lot of them just, aren't that good. I yeah. mean, last summer we had uh, the Reggie Trio, Registeel and Regi Ice and Regirock uh, and Raids all summer and no one participated in them those because they're
0: junk legendaries.
1: Mwah, <laughs> <laughs> don't
0: That's not even yeah. an outtake. Like, that's just, it's just so true. It's, it's the truth.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. Poor Registeel. I did have, a, I did like Registeel a little bit. But like, do,
0: do you, would you <laughs> want to see them put, some of the older legendaries into this system or do you think it's really something that they will just do sort of going forward with the, the gens that they, ha- they haven't touched yet?
2: I think they'll cycle them in gradually. I mean, you kind of saw that with the legendary birds and how you can catch them as uh special uh, for the first breakthrough stuff. And so I think that, they'll kind of get phased in so you'll be able to catch them through research breakthroughs and then eventually they'll just get added to the wild with these super rare spawns. Mm -hmm.
1: As long as they just don't start doing this with like Tyranitar, I'm fine. Because whenever (laughs) I see the really hardcore PokéGo players and they have like, parties of tyranitar i'm always just <laughs> terrified so as long as they don't start like spawning those guys just to fight in the water fight, because i would be i'd be crying i'd be so scared
2: the, the fan <laughs> cried if that happened
1: yeah it would it would be too much
0: have we uh, yeah. now this is ju- this is me being ignorant because i don't like i said i'm a completely casual pokemon go player but are there such things as shiny legendaries or not yet uh yes yes yeah. uh, i actually have a shiny Articuno. And
1: a shiny brother. I saw a shiny. Oh, God, the shiny Mewtwo. articuno is
0: like easily the, one of the ugliest ones too. Yes, it's a light blue. It's a, it's basically oh, the same uh, Pokemon. Oh no, then I, I think it's, I thought which one is which one of legendaries is green as a shiny? Is that Mewtwo? Um, oh, Mewtwo. That's that's the one that's yeah.
1: the Yeah, Mewtwo's green. I saw one in Japan. I was like. What have they done to my boy? <laughs> they have massacred my boy. But I mean, also, ultra rare, and you get bragging status for real. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just want my OG. My
0: Speaking OG. of shinies, they've added some, right?
2: Yes. Uh, they added a shiny dig to the game because uh, enough players participated in these like second Earth Day events. Uh, so players can get shiny didlib now.
0: Cause that's a shiny that everyone wants.
1: I wish I was more excited about this.
2: <laughs> it's one of those Pokemon that looks exactly like the non shiny. Only this one has a blue nose instead of a pink nose. So Great. if you want your blue nose, Diglets.
0: Can you get, can you get a shiny Doug trio if you collect, get enough? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. You, so, uh,
2: yeah, works the same way. All right. Your shiny Diglett into a shiny dug trio. Yeah, I would rather I have a shiny, shiny dug trio
0: than a shiny Diglett, but
1: yeah, well, yeah, that's
2: three noses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least yeah, you get like a. Better offer, but I. W- if if you're like super, if anyone who's listening to this is super excited for that shiny Diglett, please mm-hmm. hit me up because I want to have a conversation with you <laughs> about like what led you to this point. No, no judgment. I'm legitimately curious. Like I've, that's one of the Pokemon, that and Zubat, that like I just saw so much playing as a kid. Oh, I'm just like God. numb to now. And um, we'll, Yeah, Although I
0: love the Alolan Rattach. The
1: Alolan Rattach, yeah. yes. Like I, <laughs> would, I would just...
0: Yeah, I love the mustache and I love the colors. Very All best. right, I think we got one more news thing and then we're going to jump into Detective Pikachu. What, what's the last thing we got, Hoffer?
2: Uh, Snubbull and Psyduck are coming to Build-A-Bear. Uh, oh. So those were both announced. I know you love Build-A-Bear, Jam, and you'll be able to get both of those. And is, Snubbull is the first Gen 2 Pokemon, I believe, that's the, uh, yep. part of the Build-A-Bear collection.
0: Yep. So fun fact for the folks at home, uh, I worked at Build-A-Bear for like seven years. Uh, I was in the Thanksgiving Day par- uh, Parade for like four times as the mascot sta- uh, dancing on the float. Uh, so Build-A-Bear has an immense, immense part of uh, my heart. Uh, but I will, like, and so that bias aside, to me, the Pokemon collection at Build-A-Bear is easily some of the best plush for, for Pokemon Period. I mean, they're the perfect size. The all of the starters are are, are great. The Pikachu one's great. Mm-hmm. The, I love that they've done two Vulpixes now, the Alolan Vulpix and the regular Vulpix. Um, Psyduck is a great choice because, as we'll get to it, Megan mm-hmm. will say Psyduck is the breakout star of Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, and Snubbull, I think, is, is a great choice too. Like he's one of those I feel like he's a bit more of a cult favorite than he is maybe like a kid favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are no joke—the best Pokemon plush I think you can get period like mm-hmm. i just i they're like i said i love them they're the the quality on them is great mm-hmm. um, they look great it's just, it's i love it
1: I will just say this. As everyone in the office knows, I am a Build-A-Bear freak. <laughs> I, ha- I collect all the Marvel Build-A-Bears, and I also collect the Pokemon uh, Build-A-Bears. I have the Vulpixes. I have um, so many. So many. And so as soon as I was in Japan, because that's when the news broke that there was mm-hmm. a Psyduck, I was on my way to see Detective Pikachu, and I just got irrationally excited. <laughs> and everyone was like, are you okay Like on the subway train going to this place? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think you understand. This Psyduck is wearing a raincoat. <laughs> like, I don't think you understand.
0: The, I really need the- <laughs> to, to be fair, I will say the Pokemon coming to Build-A-Bear was the best way to get my kid vaguely interested in Pokemon. Uh, mm-hmm. She kind of loves the idea of of Build. She likes going to Build-A-Bear and whatnot. And so when the when Pikachu came out, we went, we did it, um, and that's and that was it. That was kind of the moment she just sort of fell in love with Pikachu and and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like I said, it's a, a from a total business side that probably no one cares about, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal move because like Build-A-Bear is something that people have said, Oh, you know, is that fad ever going to die? And is that as long as babies are being born, Build-A-Bear will (laughs) remain in business as long as they can. And and if they can start signing smart licensing deals, I mean, it's smart for Build-A-Bear to sign those licensing, licensing deals, but also, for the Pokemon Company, it's a great way to just get fans a bit a bit into it, and I, mm. I I love the you know the ones that they've they clearly they're doing it smart with the the starters that they chose the Pokemon that they chose to get parents who are now you know like are like Christian you've got a kid who's just about the same age like us as parents like it's we have that nostalgia binge we want to go we want to get them, um mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah so I I love it and Psyduck is one who is just. I'm surprised it took this long to get to Psyduck. I'm surprised we got Meowth before we got Psyduck, but I'm glad we have Psyduck.
2: Yeah. I think he- no, Psyduck is going to be great. I think that's going to be probably like their new hot seller.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. uh, so coming up next, we are going to dive right into Detective Pikachu. And let's do it. Post your free job on linkedin.com
1: slash recommend today.
0: Yes. All right, Megan, you spent last week in Japan.
1: Yes. You got to hang
0: out with Ryan Reynolds. Yes. You got to hang out with Pikachu. Yes. At this point, when this episode goes live, the review embargo will be up. So. Yes. Megan, obviously spoiler free. We're not giving away anything.
1: I won't do that to anyone here. You
0: alluded in the beginning of this podcast where you said... What Iron Man did for the MCU, mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu will do for po- for Pokemon.
1: Detective Pikachu blows away any expectations you have about what Pokemon could be. I know we've all talked about here; we are all diehard Pokemon fans. There is a scene which that has been seen in the trailers where there's a shot of Rime City, and you see a bunch of Pokemon without saying anything when that scene appears in the film it's a little different and I started crying it like (laughs) I was tearing up because it is the ultimate wish fulfillment for Mm -hmm. fans you believe you're in a world of Pokemon and that theater you expect there to be like a Charmander sitting next to you like it the world building this film does is insane like yeah there's some inconsistencies but like it's Pokemon you have to have a little bit of like suspense of like disbelief Um, but it is it gets to the heart of Pokemon, which is, I think, the most important part. Um, for those who aren't familiar with what Detective Pikachu is, it is based um, off a game which came out in 2016. Uh, very under the radar. It was different for the franchise. Very mm-hmm. story-based. Um, came out in Japan. A lot of people in the U.S. had no idea about it. When I it remember
0: ca- at first being like, I yeah. don't want to play that game.
1: Yeah, no one no – <laughs> everyone was like, Detective Pikachu? is what and i like remember watching like playthroughs of it on youtube of like fans translating because i couldn't figure out (laughs) what was happening um now it's here on the big screen and i just want everyone everyone who is interested in pokemon or who has a nostalgic love for it or is is still a diehard fan this film is gonna hit you hard it's just emotionally will just Fulfill everything you wanted as a kid, basically.
0: I remember really when this this first came out, and the genesis for how these, for the look of this world and how the, the Pokemon look is kind of a crazy one. Because I think, Huffer, I think a, a long while ago, you had covered this one dude, this artist on DeviantArt or whatnot, who was drawing mm-hmm. realistic t- depictions of Pokemon. And they were like, Crazy good, crazy real, yeah. and and it kept popping up every couple of months, being like, "Oh my god, look at all how great these things are." That dude got hired to concept out this world, mm-hmm. and that is that to me that is so cool. Uh, yeah. But like, it also these trailers, and I and you can speak to it a bit more, but like the Pokemon looks so good, mm-hmm. like even someone like a Mister Mime who is this weird humanoidy type. Pokemon looks great. Mm -hmm. I I think I remember reading a story where, like, um, the director had to like plead to the head of the Pokemon company to let them use Mm -hmm. Mr. Mime because they initially thought it was going to be too weird. Because on paper, a realistic-looking Mr. Mime Mm -hmm. is really
1: weird. Yes. Oh, yes. it's
0: horrifying.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, I I was able to speak with the director, Rob Letterman, as Mm -hmm. well, and I asked him, like, what's the weirdest thing? And he said, Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime is the weirdest thing about this movie. (laughs) He makes no sense, but he said that he really loved the idea of having, like, a cop procedural interrogation, but with a mime. And then the Pokemon company was like, I don't know if that can, you don't <laughs> know uh, if that's going to work out so well. But in the film, uh, the, the clips that we've seen in the trailer are just scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. There is so much more to that scene. And I mean, everyone in the theater who I saw it with, it was a pretty um, packed theater for the screening that I saw advanced in Japan. And people were just dying in laughter it was so unexpected to see the interactions between Mr. Mime and Pikachu continue um, because it's, it's an interaction when you think of Pokemon interacting if you're primarily coming from the games you expect you know like them to be fighting each other or like mm-hmm. having a tournament um, if you're an anime fan you have a little bit more understanding of how Pokemon interact just in day to day life of you know living and existing together but this film takes it to an entirely new level of you know what jobs could Pokemon have? Like in this world, in this rhyme city, in this region that um, you know, everybody coexists together. That's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. So it's not only do these characters look like they could be in real life, mm-hmm. like I fully expect there to be a squirtle sitting at my desk when I when I go back to work. Um, but it also they, they fit them in. They give them roles in the real world that just fit so seamlessly that you're like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely expect to go to Starbucks and see like a Ludicolo mm-hmm. giving me an espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it's love and attention and the care it gave to the world building is insane, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And that is why I say uh, Detective Pikachu uh, could be um, what Iron Man was to the MCU for Pokemon because it lays out a massive massive universe with history without any spoilers it goes back it touches on all the regions it touches on so many um historical points about pokemon and how they tie in with you know millennia ago mm-hmm. you know it gives so many opportunities for where this franchise could go next mm. um and in my personal opinion what i hope and i pitched to ryan reynolds after our interview <laughs> was that i fully expect like a six movie deal of just like an epic pokemon trainer arc that ends with the elite four
0: no oh, i mean that's 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 the pipe dream right but i yeah. think like i i I'm glad that this movie has a uh, is a has a bit of breathing room away mm-hmm. from in, uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. and that like it's a, it's two weekends after, so it's just enough for everyone who's, who's going to go see Endgame twice will go go ahead and see it, mm-hmm. and then Detective Pikachu can come out and just you know, I I truly hope it comes out swinging because like I said, I, I know that they 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 have a massive plan for this franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want it to like be cemented. I want all of those plans to be cemented by that opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to so we we'll, we will talk more next week about Detective Pikachu and some expectations, sort of going in because, like I said, you know, we'll we'll still be a week out from mm-hmm. it. There'll still be another episode uh, even before then on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, plenty of Detective Pikachu uh, stuff to to talk about. But uh, we we got to wrap up a little bit, so we're going to we want to get to our last uh, segment. We'll do we'll do this one pretty quick. Uh, Poke. We haven't named this one yet, but it's going to basically be Pokefax, Poke facts. Poke something. Poke points. Poke points. Um, <laughs> or like, who's that Pokemon? <laughs> Not really. Uh, Christian, I'll let you take this one away. You, you pick the first one and I love it. Okay.
2: So, uh, Magikarp, we, we all know Magikarp. We all love Magikarp. I'm wearing a Magikarp. Why does he, or it, evolve into the mighty and powerful Gyarados? Any, 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 you guys answer, because I to you. But, uh, what, why do you think that is?
1: I would say because Magikarp has an inferiority complex. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's the wrong answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I imagine it has something to do with tradition. And so I'm going to go with just a traditional sort of thing.
2: Yes, yes. You, you, you would be correct, Jim. Uh, there is a Chinese legend that states that any carp that can jump over this mythical dragonscape, which is located uh, above a waterfall at the top of some mountain, will transform into a powerful dragon. And uh, actually, uh, Pokemon Snap, our favorite Pokemon game, actually references this. Really? Uh, yeah. We, uh, you have to, in order to get the Gyarados picture, you need to basically, like, a Ball Magikarp into a waterfall. And once it gets into the waterfall,
0: that's where it will evolve into Gyarados. Hmm. Ah. Uh, I kind of love that. Uh-huh. That
1: is... Deep cut. Okay.
0: Gyarados, uh, always on my team, no matter what.
1: Oh, no, I won't won't go into specifics. But if you are a Magikarp Gyarados fanatic, Detective Pikachu is like <laughs> maybe the best scene ever <laughs> for you. Very validating. So, uh,
2: my my son is a big Magikarp fan. He he refers to Magikarp as Mister Fish, oh, and nice. Mister Fish is actually behind me right now.
0: Perfect. Bless. All right, with that, that brings our first inaugural episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official comicbook.com Pokemon podcast, to an end. You can find us uh, anywhere podcasts can be found every Thursday, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, comicbook.com. Please come to the site, see all the great Pokemon stories that Megan's writing for Detective Pikachu, that Christian's writing for everything else, Pokemon. Um, uh, You can find me on Twitter, at Jim Biscardi,
1: find me at Twitter at MeganPetersCB.
0: Hoffer. And me at C. Hoffer, C. Bus. We uh, we hope you like this episode. We're going to, like I said, we're going to, this train is just leaving the station, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a big, big year mm-hmm. for Pokemon, and it's going to mm-hmm. be a big, big year, you know, for, for us. There's a ton of stuff coming. Um, so, like I said, tell all your friends. Suggest it to your mom. Suggest it to your grandma. Uh, have everyone, you know, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. If you listen to uh, Comic Book Nation, you'll know. uh, We will occasionally read reviews on air. And if you do, we'll send you uh, out a comicbook.com t-shirt. Who doesn't love free shit? Um, So with that, uh, we're out of here. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks.